You're wired in. Smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, Smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome one, welcome all to another online business briefing brought to you by smallcapvoice.com. And as you just heard, I'm your host, Stuart Smith, and we're welcoming to the show for the very first time, Biotricity Incorporated, the company's traded on the OTCQB under the ticker symbol BTCY. We're lucky enough to be joined by the chief executive officer as well as the founder of the company, one and the same, Waqaz Al-Sadiq. That's Dr. Waqaz Al-Sadiq. And we're going to be talking about the company's business model, the markets they operate in, and we're going to go into some great news for the company issued in February 2021 for fiscal Q3 2021. The company had some great highlights. Revenue of $1 million, a milestone for the company in its quarterly results. Year-over-year quarterly revenue increased 162%, and sequential quarter-over-quarter revenue increase of 34.5%. So some great results for the company. Great time to be speaking to the company as the rubber hits the road for this company here in 2021. So without further ado, let's welcome to the show Dr. Waqaz Al-Sadiq. Waqaz, how are you today? Not too bad. Uh, Thank you for having me, Stuart. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us here today. Now, for your shareholders who may not be familiar with your company and its business model, would you tell us a little bit about the market you operate in and the business model for the company? Yeah, absolutely. So Biotricity is a remote patient monitoring company focused on the cardiac diagnostic uh, market. What we've done is uh, we've built a platform uh, that's focused on collecting data from patients, heart data from patients remotely, synthesizing it and, and turning that into a report for a physician that they can then review and diagnose the patient. The product that we have built is a medical device. It's FDA clear class two. And our business model and the use case of the device is a patient is complaining of something and, and we focus on, on high-risk patients. So patient is complaining of something, they come to the doctor, doctor has no idea what's going on. He puts a device on them, our device in this case, and it's collecting their ECG. It's an external device, sends the patient home. And the device is a smart device. It's an intelligent device. It's got built-in cellular uh, connectivity. And so when the device detects an anomaly, it transmits it to a call center where you have nurses that review the data. If they believe it's an emergency, they contact the the physician, or they send the patient to the ER. So the idea is to save costs on the systems, don't check the patient to the hospital, send them home, but provide the security of collecting data and doing real-time analysis so that you can actually determine if there is something going on and recall the patient. And then the device is brought back, the doctor has a report, reviews the report, makes a diagnosis, cleans up the device and puts it onto the next patient. So that's the the framework of, of what we are doing. That's our that's our flagship product. Um, and then we've got a pipeline of products that are, again, focused on the cardiac diagnostics remote monitoring space. That is what we do, uh, cardiac and, and, and remote monitoring. The product is insurance reimbursable. And our business model is very unique. So what we've noticed in the space and, and primarily across uh, healthcare is that technology is owned by clinical players, 
players that are actually performing the diagnostic tech. So, so when you talk about cardiac studies or sleep apnea studies or, or what have you, the makers of the technology are also providing all of the clinical work. So they're actually uh, an organization that is, is dealing with the, with the diagnosis themselves. And our models are very different. We want to enable physicians, hospitals, and organizations to do that work and stay focused on, uh, te- uh, on, on things as a technology company. So we provide our technology to the end practitioner, or hospital uh, cardiologist, electrophysiologist, physician, they then uh, hook up the patient. They bill the insurance. They collect reimbursements. They do all the clinical work. We charge a technology fee. So it's a reoccurring technology fee. And that's where we have been uh, really fortunate to have the cycle of growth over growth because we have a sales force. And the idea for us is to continue to open up more clinics, more hospitals, get our devices in more in more hands. And as we do that, uh, those devices are reusable and there is a re- reoccurring technology fee. So that's our business model. That's our, our, our flagship product. And that's the space that we're operating in. Very good. Excellent summation. And we sure do appreciate that. Great quote I want to give back to you. This is from you, Wakaz. We are coming out of the gate at a full sprint in 2021 with a Salesforce expansion and work underway on new products. You touched on both those things with the product pipeline that will enable us to target a much larger segment of the cardiologist patient population. You define that for us as well. One thing I want to talk about is the build out there of that sales force and that sales channel. Uh, it, tell us a little bit about your sales marketing model. Yeah, so we are taking a page out of you know what's what's been tried and done, right, and and proven. The most successful medical device and pharma companies have a direct sales force in their key markets, and then they have distribution elsewhere. We are following the exact same track. We have a direct sales force. We continuously uh, expand that direct sales force, uh, and that helps us expand. So now we are in twenty states, um, and we are continuing to add individuals to our direct sales force because there's quite a bit of the United States that left, and and in terms of the market size for us, the first product, which is high-risk cardiac, that's a billion-dollar market. The next product, which we've applied for for FDA and we expect clearance and uh, in uh, Q2, hopefully, and, and a launch in, in Q2, that's a $3 billion market. That's a low-risk cardiac product. So there's a unique thing about the company, which I think is a, is a little misunderstood, is that we're actually growing by two ways. We're growing through our sales force, which we just talked about, direct sales force, expand the sales force, supplement with distribution, but continuously go in and, and expand and bring in more uh, users of the technology. But with our product pipeline, we're expanding our total addressable market and going deeper into the account. So with our existing network, we're going deeper by, by executing on the product pipeline. And by our, with our sales force, we're going horizontally by growing, obviously, the network. Well, I talked at the outset about the numbers that were generated for fiscal Q3 2021. And let's talk about that because your margins increased, your numbers got better, and this was all amidst a global pandemic. As you look back on 2020, tell me a little bit about the milestones achieved by the company. Yeah, for sure. You know, 2020 was a tough year. I think it's a tough year for everybody. Uh, it was tough for us as well, um, but it was also positive, you know, so it's a, it was a double-edged sword. So remote monitoring um, and the value of real-time monitoring, you know, where you have got a high-risk patient and being able to detect something and the issue of self-isolation, all these things. Intelligent monitoring and the value of it became very, very clear because of, of, of the pandemic. So the awareness and the need for it increased. But the ability to sell 
was, of course, limited because of the fact that you've got control, you've got lockdowns and shutdowns and stuff like that. So we were able to navigate that despite that we were able to grow. I think it did impact our our growth, but because of the nature of our business and because uh, the focus is on uh, remote monitoring and, and really providing uh, a safety net for a patient that can you know, sit at home, collect their data, and not be worried that uh, if something happens, no one will be notified. I think all of those things kind of came to fruition, and it's it's accelerated uh, the market adoption of remote monitoring. And I think that once this uh, pandemic is is more under control, I think it's going to actually create a uh, a boost in in our growth uh, in the long term. Absolutely. When that rubber band snaps back, it sounds like you guys are ready for that. We're hitting the ground running here in 2021. We are speaking to Dr. Waqaz Al-Sadiq, CEO and founder of Biotricity. That website, it's the same, biotricity.com, B-I-O-T-R-I-C-I-T-Y.com. Ticker symbol for the company, OTCQB is what they're traded on currently, ticker symbol B-T-C-Y. Well, doctor, let's talk about 2021 then. As we just pointed out, as the pandemic comes under more control, the goal will be continued expansion within your target markets, I would assume. Let's get your personal goals for the company here in 2021. Yeah, so I've sort of you know alluded to this and then I've talked about this in our earnings call and then I will continue to, you know, these things front and center. So obviously, uh, we want to continue our existing growth. I expect that growth to continue through 2021. Um, I also plan on launching, you know, pending uh, 510k clearance on the on the new product, releasing that product this year, uh, which will facilitate uh, our growth because it's going to add revenue by being able to be sold into our existing network. So that's going to be a big boost for us um, going forward and a big uh, important milestone for this year. Um, and then the last thing, which I think is very critical for, for, for my uh, own interest and, and, and I think also for shareholders, is a priority on on a uplisting to a national exchange. So those are kind of our three big things that we're looking at for 2021. Continued growth, execution on the product pipeline by releasing the next product, you know, uh, pending 510k clearance. Um, and the third is uh, prioritizing in uplisting to the na- to a national exchange. Well, what a great interview so far with you, doctor. I appreciate your time and your insights, not only into your company, but how your markets work. Any closing thoughts or comments for your shareholders and our listeners? A, a few things which I think are, are really valuable for, for takeaways for shareholders and, and for people who are looking at the company. Um, we have a fantastic team. Uh, at Biotricity Management Team, and this is across all layers of our of our company, um, from from an execution perspective, right, from an engineering perspective, from an operational perspective, and from a sales perspective. And what I mean by that is individuals that have experience in multiple startups, in growth companies, going from uh, zero dollars in revenue all the way to a hundred million dollars in revenue, and all the way to exit. So, and we've been very very fortunate to attract individuals with that type of background and they are the leaders of, of the company. So that's a very uh, important point, right? To, to bring in people that have done it before and not just once, but have done it multiple times. And that is a key uh, for execution. You know, the team is, is important internally and externally. And I think the other point that is uh, missed by uh, many individuals, by, by the market and, and, and by the broader uh, industry is that we are a technology company. So we are not a clinical company. And so you, we talked about our margins getting better. Our focus is providing technology 
to physicians, to healthcare organizations in a business model that is anchored in reimbursement and a reoccurring revenue model. So that is actually something that creates an accelerated growth and gives us a, a very high value uh, long term in, in terms of you know where the company is going and where where we are establishing and how do you value a company like us, right? All the technology is built in-house and being a technology player with the reoccurring business model places us at the top uh, of the food chain when it comes to how to value the company. And we've done that in, in a very specific and concerted way. We are not a clinical company. And I think that is something that sometimes people miss. They don't realize that we've own all the tech ourselves, we've built all the tech ourselves, and we are actually separating and differentiating ourselves by focusing on technology and a business model. Vertically integrated is one of those things that we look for in a company. What else? Recurring revenues. That is another big thing. Disruptive within their target markets. You talked about how your company is doing it differently, but also reading the companies before you. So in your sales model, you have your direct sales force in your key markets, your distribution elsewhere. Seems like the company is hitting its stride right now. We sure do appreciate you making time for us. Thanks so much for your time today, Dr. Al-Sadiq. Thank you. All right. For Dr. Wakaz Al-Sadiq, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com. This is a broadcast of SmallCapVoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. SmallCapVoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of SmallCapVoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice.